0: video. It's the only way to get what you want to watch. When Hello, to my watch name is Justin McClure, I'm here today with... Mark Hansen, And you're listening to the Bay Street Video Podcast. And do we have an Aspen update, Mark? We have another Aspen
1: Extreme update. Can you believe it? We, Two uh, weeks in a row. I Aspen can, Aspen. Mark, because I was because you involved. Me <laughs> yes. We have sold another copy of a DVD of Aspen Extreme. Yes!
0: <laughs> and it's I because you. I met um, the person who bought it, and I know he's a giant Paul gross fan (laughs) and I actually told him hey did you pick up Aspen Extreme yet the Paul Gross Peter Berg uh, (laughs) the best Paul Gross movie movie." and he's like better than Gunless and I'm like yes and he's (laughs) He's like whoa and he actually came to the store and he bought it yeah and he took a photo of it and posted it on Twitter (laughs) and he was like thank you Justin he said that before he watched the movie but it doesn't matter when you're a gross head you're a gross head for life (laughs) so we have a lot of movies to talk about today so this is
1: kind of the last big big week before Christmas, so mm. I think a lot of the Is
0: there a has, lot of stuff that comes out, like, next week, like, right well, before there, Christmas? There's a little
1: bit, uh, but it's mostly... I think they try and get most of it in this week, so people mm. still have that, like, week and a half to two weeks to kind of buy yeah. these, pro- these titles, so, yeah. <laughs>
0: so we have Shout Factory has the abominable snowman of the Himalayas out. Woo, yeah. I was somehow able to say that. <laughs> uh, it's the Hammer Horror picture, and it's a classic. I mean, I haven't seen it. There's a I, lot of I Hammer Horror it, here. Though, yeah. We say it <laughs> every time. Time we hit it's Hammer. It's like horror. every
1: week, Show puts out more Hammer titles. And I'm like, I listen,
0: don't really Listen, there's know my two constants well. yes. in the Blu ray and DVD <laughs> world is that every week there will be a Hammer horror film <laughs> yeah. and a Gerard <laughs> Depardieu film. Yeah. Is there one this yeah. week? I think there is. <laughs> well, you have to listen to find out. Yeah. So they also put out. Dr. Jekyll and Sister Hyde, which is the sexy, I guess, um, (laughs) what is the term when you change, like you morph into a different (laughs) person, gender? Uh, Like a very, um, uh, I guess, non-offensive term? (laughs) Yeah, it's... um... Just transformation, know, well, 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 yeah. Transformation. These two white guys, cis yeah. <laughs> and white, yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. not. So, uh, yeah, they have all the special features and all the hammer horror. Yeah. Like they go all out. These films, for a long time, were kind of spread across a lot of labels, yep. and they're finally stepping up and they're going, "All right, we're making the definitive version of these movies," which yeah. is good.
1: And they've been out of print for years, mm-hmm. so like we sell tons of these things.
0: And we also have uh, <laughs> Iron Eagle Three Aces
1: <laughs> that has come out. Yep, that's the next one. Um, I've never really seen the Iron Eagle movies,
0: I've seen the first <laughs> one after I read Cindy J. Fury's biography. Right. And it was not good. <laughs>
1: yeah, it, it seemed like a movie I would enjoy, and then I've just never really. I
0: mean, I love Lou Gossett Jr., a Dickstown great movie. <laughs> I've never seen Dickstown. you actually Dickstown? I've seen Dickstown. Oh, you gotta check it out. I'll lend you my copy. Okay, here. I will. And uh, he stars in this movie, and in the previous films, it was like the Teenage kid that was yeah. like the star, and they like had to save Lou Gossett Jr. Right, and you know this is the only one that's not directed by Sidney J. Fury because oh, I believe okay. he did one, two. Four. Four? <laughs> yeah. The producers are like, listen, we need to get back yeah. to Iron yeah. Eagle basics. <laughs> yeah. So we need the Fury back. Yeah. This one, Aces. If, if people haven't read Sidney J. Fury's biography, and it just like goes into his movie, and for people who don't know, Sidney J. Fury directed like uh, Lady Things the Blues. Yeah. Um, what people don't know is he's actually Canadian, yeah, and he directed sure a bunch even, of Canadian right. films before, the, like the Canadian. I guess the government and the industry there was yeah. no support for him. He directed the amazingly titled Cool Jazz in Hell.
1: Yeah, I've always wanted to see. I've seen
0: it. I yeah, saw it I too. Know. still has I not come out yet. Screen. I know. I keep <laughs> yeah.
1: waiting. We actually get asked for that every once in a while. I'm like, I spoke ah, to the Canadian author of the book, and, and he
0: said he did a commentary with Sidney J. Fury, okay, okay. and just no one wants to pick it up and release it. There must be some yeah. copyright issues. So. Kino. <laughs> yeah, yeah key, Kino. I mean, that is definitely like the, a Kino title. Kino's yep, out. Yep. Yeah. But until then, check out he the made, film he, he did, did direct, Iron Eagle 3. <laughs> yeah. It does have a great, um, <laughs> I think Lou Gossett's junior name is Chappie. It really became
1: the favorite. Of this franchise. Chappie right? discovers
0: <laughs> a drug smuggling scheme at his own airbase, that gets me very yeah. excited because I'm yeah, Ooh, Chappie
1: bomb the- <laughs> yeah, camp film. <laughs> I am Chappie. <laughs> this is what Chappie was inspired by.
0: <laughs> yeah, Iron Eagle Three. It's I wonder I wonder why I they love put- that
1: though. There's a drug smuggling ring. Yeah, I,
0: <laughs> I wonder like why Iron Eagle Three. Is one and two out on Blu-ray? <laughs> not that I know
1: <laughs> they're out of print completely so I guess Kino and they're like we know what some... the good one is yeah. part three <laughs> that, that must be what it is mm-hmm. it was definitely a deliberate choice on their part but...
0: we also have Amazons being put out by Kino is This is DVD only because yeah, it feels it like is. it's a TV so movie yeah. all the TV
1: movies they generally just put out on DVD mm-hmm. but
0: you know it's a doctor all... <laughs> framed for a congressman's death discovers a league of women who get rid of powerful men now this can go <laughs> yeah. many ways yeah. like, it sounds like he's probably the guy that's at fault, or he's like, "I'm innocent," and these women are like, "Must kill, yeah. man!" And the cover is amazing. Have you the seen it? Great, yeah. <laughs> it's like him on a on a table, and a bunch of women with knives are I coming know, at right? him. And I'm like, I don't even care if he's innocent. Yeah, kill him.
1: exactly. The DVD cover <laughs> isn't that exciting. They, they tone
0: oh no, that they, they tone sure. it down. They tone it down. Well, it's nice that they're going back into, I guess, the, all these TV movies, like which it, are yeah. famous for um, never. Being released because they never make any money because nobody knows what they are
1: exactly, and you get often get some young stars like I know Madeline Stowe was Mm -hmm. one before she was kind of a an it girl in the late 80s, early 90s. So
0: when are they gonna put out uh, Frank Darabont's *Buried Alive*? I don't know. That's a classic one. Yeah. I was when I was taking notes, I noticed that *Amazon* was directed by a really like weird director, Paul Michael Glazer. Yes,
1: that's who it was, the
0: Miami Vice guy. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Yeah, he also also did *Running Running Man*. Man. Yeah. he did a whole bunch of other movies. Yeah, oh, so that's why actor. I put him on here, because yeah. he also directed Kazam. Yes, <laughs> <a> chef, <laughs> of course. Some any shiny, Kazam update? He's still got any Blu-ray yeah. they, they go back to the Those company. back a long time ago. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> um, we also have here, it's not a new movie, but it's one that I mentioned uh, weeks ago, Dark Angel the Ascent from Full Moon. Yeah,
1: I brought this in on your recommendation, mm-hmm. Full Moon feature yeah. uh, from a female director, Linda Hassani. I haven't seen it, but you yeah. know
0: Basically, the way, way I described it is it's like Splash, you know, <laughs> yeah. kind of like a mermaid or a woman who doesn't know, you know, modern day um, things mm-hmm. coming, in this case, from hell because she's yeah. a demon. And then she, like, falls in love with some man, but at the same time, she's going out at night and, like, murdering bad people. So it's yeah. like a Miss 45. It's like Splash meets Miss 45. <laughs> great. It's written by Matthew Bright, right. the guy who. It. What do you direct? Freeway. Yeah, Freeway. And Freeway too. And he wrote and, like a bunch uh, of Richard Elfman films. He yeah, did Forbidden he did Zone. Like, yep. And I think he also wrote Trunken Heads, yeah. which is another full moon production yeah. that um, also, Richard Elfman. Yeah. You have Trunken Heads? We do have Trunken Heads. <laughs> that we movie have the rental, yeah. The movie is crazy. And uh, what's funny is that it's super disturbing because it's about children who get their heads cut off yeah. and they become like kind of Avengers <laughs> in this horrifying. <laughs> (laughs) But the funny thing about that one is... Charles Band the producer wanted to make it more of a kids film and that like originally it was even scarier because okay, okay. it was the guy who did all the designs on Pee Wee oh, who designed the heads and they had like bulging yeah, eyes yeah really interesting yeah and they were even scarier before oh, okay. and they shot like a day and they're like oh, this is not working go back to like a simpler design okay and we also have the Fly collection coming yeah, out from Shout
1: it's a big one you get every single Fly movie <laughs> both the old classic ones the
0: I mean new, well not the I already own the David Cronenberg on the two disc special special edition they thing, put out yeah. and I already have The Fly 2 as well on that two special edition well, that's all you need right? I mean The Fly 2 has an amazing final 30 minutes where uh, I think it's Eric Stoltz it the is, son yeah. of Jeff Goldblum <laughs> uh, turns just like a fly monster so Eric Stoltz is out of the movie mm-hmm. and it's just like a fly puppet that's like brutally murdering yeah, everybody boy. it runs into yeah. love it and you know The Fly Cronenberg classic
1: yeah of course
0: People you know, like, jump the original fly movies I've, not really I've, I've seen the original see one them, yeah, I when I was a kid at the Nature Museum in Ottawa there was a booth you could go in and you yeah. could play clips from videos okay. and they were all bug based so for some <laughs> reason it was the cat came back because there's oh, yeah, a scene where course. like a little bug gets killed and yeah. he falls in a pit of Rats. Uh, there was *Anne of Green Gables* where, like, yeah. she somebody gives her like something filled with rats or bugs. Yeah. And there was a clip from *The Fly*, which for some reason we went to the nature museum seemingly every week, and I would go <laughs> into this booth and I would watch that fly clip, and it just captured my. Imag- it's a scene where he comes out of the booth mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, something's wrong. I can't oh, see." Yeah, and they yeah, like yeah, pull yeah. the the blanket I'm, off, and it's like this horrifying like, like fly scene. head. It's yeah, like, yeah. and she's like. Aah! <laughs> and it gets to the POV of the fly eyes. Like, just yeah. multiplied. That's I all like I remember that. from the original fly. People have... Fond memories of the. I think yeah. there's like two other sequels of the I original think one. So. Yeah, there's yeah.
1: definitely at least three of the original ones, if not.
0: And this cool. is um, Shout Factory, so they obviously went all out. Oh, man, yeah,
1: it's a really nice box. There, mm-hmm. Loaded with features on everything. I like that they're putting these whole collections, like what they did with the Omen collection yeah. before, where I they love it. put in the remake. Yeah, I know nobody yeah, likes Yeah, because the they're remake, like,
0: no one's going like, to buy the Fly well, 2, the Chris Wallace version, you know? so let's yeah. throw it on here. <laughs> exactly. And so I think they ported all the special features from the previous ones, yeah. and they also did new ones for mm-hmm. all the new movies. <laughs> yeah, they're like, listen, people need to watch this documentary Enough. on Howard Shore's The Fly Opera. <laughs> Remember that, that David Cronenberg yeah. oh, directed? Yeah, of course. I think it was a famous flop,
1: wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I really wanted to go see that, though.
0: <laughs> Even though it, they had the, um, the like cir- circular kind of like turning yeah, room and yeah, that was like yeah. a big part of the set, which it's Spider-Man cool. Turn Off the Dark would later <laughs> yeah, make. Yeah. What is a documentary about that movie coming yeah, in? Right? I want to see a stage that performance of, a, yeah, of Spider-Man <laughs> Turn Off the Dark.
1: visions of these actors Actors flying <laughs> around the stage on like
0: wires that are all they're, like gonna break and they're yeah, gonna no, die help me <laughs> Wait, do you think they're screaming at me yeah, as they fly through definitely. the air? <laughs> yeah. The problem with uh, Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark is it has terrible music and like you wouldn't even want yeah. to sit there and watch if you've heard yeah. any of those songs. They're awful. <laughs> like, why well, just write some catchy songs? Yeah. The Edge and Bono, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> we also have Inside Moves coming out from Scorpion. Uh, I've seen this one oh, I when I went that. through yeah. my Richard Donner face. <laughs> as we all do. Uh, John Batham, Richard Donner, Don <laughs> yeah, you know, Frankenheimer, it's real. my journeyman. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like Richard Donner a mm-hmm.
1: lot. I've never seen this one.
0: Yeah, yeah, you love Richard Donner. Uh, Superman. Yeah. Is it, what is it, Time, whatever the one uh, was time called? Timeline. Timeline. <laughs> uh, Superman uh, 2, I guess? Lethal
1: Weapon 4. Or lethal Weapon yeah. 4.
0: The racist one. Lethal Weapon 4. Yeah. <laughs> weapon four, yeah. And um, this one is about John Savage, who kind of looks, looks like Chris Christopherson and John Boy. So looks like Chris Christopherson yeah. on the
1: cover of this movie.
0: And uh, he gets injured and he starts hanging out at a bar with other uh, physically handicapped people. Yep. And they just, you know, they form they a group. Should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they have themselves well, a fun time. Well, isn't David Morse, like, an injured basketball player? I don't remember. Player, the Probably.
1: That's what it says on the back. And he helps David Morse, you know, fulfill his pot- potential. Ah, oh,
0: great stuff. Sure. Richard Donner also directed, like, a really weird movie about Charles Bronson in a relationship with, like, a 15-year-old that was based what? on the screenwriter's <laughs> actual life. Yeah. I didn't see that. I mean, Charles Bronson had, like, a real funny, like, European period. Oh, yeah. It's hilarious. And I mean, a, Kino's put well, out Kino's a bunch of those. putting out a ton of those right yeah, now. Yeah. it's like, America's, like... Well, I guess because... Pre-death wish mm-hmm. because after like he did a bunch of films yeah. when he was younger. He went to Europe and yep. ah, fun stuff. Fun stuff, Charles. Brown. So uh, speaking of things that are coming out of the UK, Konga, which is a 1961 King Kong parody. Not really. Yeah. It's it's pretty serious. It's I, pretty think. serious yeah. I think. Yeah. I think. But it's a um, female Kong. Yes. Yeah. Never seen it. <laughs> Never
1: seen it. <laughs> I know it's a big hit. You know. But it came out on a double pack, which we rent called uh, with a movie called Youngerie too. Oh, Youngerie. That's the South <laughs> Korean one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Existed for years on this like double pack. Oh, this is Shell Factory. Like oh, NGM. MGM, yeah, yeah. Thing. Midnight Feature. And now it's getting the Kino Lorber blu I
0: always confuse this one. There's like a comedy King Kong film. It's like famously bad. Yeah, that has a title like Konga. It's like Miss yeah. Kong or something like that. Yeah, I don't remember what it I, is. I,
1: I, that so rings a
0: bell. Synapse is putting watch me when I kill. Another sleazy yeah. giallo. <laughs> yeah. like, this is sleaze town yeah, population. Right you nude like... watching this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have not yeah. seen this one. Me
1: neither. It's like Synapse. You know, if, it's, if they don't have like the Argento films, it's mm-hmm. like they you know, they scrape the bottom of the barrel. Forever. I mean, all these companies Giallo do. Can, <laughs>
0: find... There's not many Giallo's yeah, that can come out know. anymore. I mean, cool cover, cool title. Yeah, great cover. I
1: mean, I'm sure it's uh,
0: Again, confusing as... movie. Uh, strip to Kill. No, not Strip to Kill. It's
1: Strip Nude for Your Killer. Yes, yeah, Strip Nude for Your Killer. Um,
0: so that right. is... Because that was directed by the guy who did Burial Ground. It is, right. Yeah, I, yeah,
1: I watched Strip Nude for Your Killer years ago, and I was like... I was I've never taken, seen that one. I was taken by, like, ah, oh, this title's so offensive, I, ha- I have to watch it. <laughs> oh,
0: this. whoa, the movie's offensive. <laughs> Too. I've been it's, tricked.
1: Yeah, I know, right? The uh, treatment of women in the film, not
0: good. Yeah, a little. <laughs> uh, and I think beyond just,
1: a... like, you know, the women getting murdered in it, like, the 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 love interest, I mm. guess, to the main guy. He just, like, he's such a dick to her the whole time. Uh, like, ah, that's the giallo way sometimes. Yeah,
0: uh, all the time. All the time. is being released on 4K UHD. I know. You selling a lot of copies? No <laughs> Not, not now, at
1: all. What? <laughs> well, the thing is, this came out, like, a okay, couple years
0: you're ago. Okay, but you were not Tammy and the T-Rex, right? Right. <laughs> we really need <laughs> we that will in 4K. Now. They yeah. just
1: announced it for like wide release in the okay. end of January so I know.
0: I mean, I don't have a 4K player but Me I'm neither. getting ready yeah. for it.
1: <laughs> the thing with this, this is a really nice addition but like Synapse just put out Suspiria a couple years ago. I feel like a lot, a lot of really people nuts. bought it. Yeah. remastered Blu-ray mm. that we sold tons of. Yeah. And I wouldn't upgrade, even if I. But had But you had like payers, you sold like that ninety
0: nine dollar version. Yeah, uh, I know. that was a steal. We sold fifty book. copies of that. Fifty copies, <laughs> and then like, that was so. I actually looked out. at it. I'm like, am I gonna buy this? I and know. I was like, no, I couldn't do I couldn't it. it. I couldn't Too do expensive. it. Too expensive. Yeah, I mean, but you're now, saving money. A regular edition of it so. for that irreversible exactly. uh, South yeah, Korean actually, edition. That, you know, I only spend the right product. you only get the limited South Korean edition. That is <laughs> your sweet spot. Yeah. So she is being put out by Kino. I have seen this one. I see the cover okay. all the time. So it
1: is the 1980s sheet. Yeah, not the serial or the there's been many versions of she since then. Yeah. Or like the, the 60s, 60s one. one. Yeah.
0: This is like the, I guess, the post-apocalyptic Post- yeah. she. Yeah. yeah. It's again based on She, a History of Adventure, a famous novel by Ryder Haggard that I have never read. <laughs> H so you've seen Ryder this movie, Haggard. Though? No, I haven't. Uh, okay. Yeah. But I have seen it in all of like those four packs and right. eight yeah, packs yeah. it would it's appear on. I know it's directed by a guy
1: named Avi Nesher. Who mm-hmm. did a lot of stuff in that era. Uh, The the same kind of thing. But now it's weird. He directs, like, art hosts. Oh, really? Yeah, because he's (gasps) Israeli, I believe. Mm -hmm. He directs a lot of Israeli... For like art house foreign films that play at TIFF and stuff now, wow.
0: I mean, I this 80s, 90s,
1: past <laughs> like schlocky Americans. Yeah, stuff, so.
0: I like when I look at the cover of *She*. I'm like, wait, have I seen this or *Barbarian Queen*? I've seen yeah, one no. of them. Yeah. If you've seen one, you've seen them both. Just like the next film that we're talking about, *Sticks*, Stick. directed by Burt Reynolds. <laughs> People really like this film, do though. they? It I'm is. more of a Sharky's Machine <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, okay. Isn't it based on it's like based on a, an, Elmore yeah, an Elmore Leonard? Yeah, and Elmore Leonard. Yes, right? I, I think he wasn't very happy with the adaptation, Probably. though. No. <laughs> Reynolds, not much of a director. I can't really
1: say I have much familiarity with him as a director. But
0: he like likes to like put stuff. all his, like the character actors in the film. So right. you have Charles Dunning, you also have okay. some of George Segal. So there's some fun stuff happening in this, yeah. And yeah. if you're an Elmer Leonard obsessive, which I am not,
1: yeah, I could, you know, yeah. I, I honestly
0: haven't read much of his stuff. I've, I've tried, always. but I'm like seen a lot of yeah, yeah, yeah of his stuff. But. Like I've read some of his uh, the pulp westerns that he wrote, oh, okay. like years and years and years ago and they're okay and they're kind of like his novels that like he writes short stuff but they're not very pacey so it's like a right. rhythm that you have to get into which oh, are kind of like, like you know the adaptations that people have done of his books uh, yeah. like Get Shorty the yeah. classic Elmore yeah. Leonard adaptation <laughs> doesn't really hold up so let's move on to the classic films we have the Ann Bancroft collection
1: yeah so this is a weird one because yeah Show Factories put this out mm-hmm. and it contains like a lot of the classic ones like The Graduates on here but like The Pumpkin the Eater came out
0: from Criterion yeah like it a, doesn't have the special features of the. Yeah. It, does and it? They have
1: The Pumpkin Eater, yeah. which we also have, like, Indicator put mm-hmm. out a few years ago. They've got The Miracle Worker, which Olive put So they've got all these films that other companies have Yeah, so maybe, like, the rights lapsed. Yeah. And then they're
0: like, listen, it makes no sense to put it out again. Yeah. Because, like, there's already better versions out there. So let's put them all in one box exactly. and put it out on the market. They do
1: have, um, and it's a weird collection because then they have, like, Agnes of God, which mm. is, like, an 80s one just a little more removed Mm -hmm. and then they have 84 Charing Cross Drive or Road which is a big one uh, with Anthony Hopkins it's never been in widescreen before or anything so it's a weird collection that has like some things that are like Have been readily available for years, and you probably already have and a couple that are sort of new. So
0: you're paying probably for the new stuff as opposed to the old ones that are on here. Keynote's putting out blue collar. Love this movie, Paul Schrader,
1: his directorial debut. So indicator
0: put this this out before as well, right? Yeah, a big special edition.
1: Get it for? I thought you did. No, we never got that. Oh, okay. Um, For some reason, they—I don't know—they told us at the time it was region locked, which is weird because none of their stuff is, and we just (laughs) never. We want all the
0: blue collar. for us so I don't know I don't
1: know what happened so we never got that in but luckily Kino put it out yep um yeah, this movie is just really
0: Yeah, if you haven't great. seen Blue like,
1: Collar, it is so oh, it's good. It's such a great indictment of, like, American, yeah, and, like,
0: and it has, class I mean, the whole movie, like, there's a commentary yeah. that comes with the keynote on a new one, I believe. I think so, yeah. And it has such a hilarious backstory, which is like, none of the actors, Harvey Keitel or Yafet Koto or Richard Pryor, wanted to talk to each other. They all hated really? each other. You didn't know that? I didn't and know And they that. hated the director at Paul Schrader yeah. as well. I didn't so, like, that. they would not communicate when the cameras weren't rolling. That's and great. you would never. Never you never know never watching know, the they have movie so
1: much chemistry, yeah, and then exactly. it blows up into like you know this antagonism between them. But yeah, I mean Richard Pryor alone is just, just so, so good. Good in this movie. Yeah, like, like
0: you said, it's fun about fun. a union dispute. Yeah, and what and like how unions get like exploited yeah. by yeah. the individual, not necessarily by the system. Exactly.
1: So yeah, I love the way it changes too. Like it almost at parts, it's kind of like a buddy comedy. Yes, and then it's like this weird heist comedy, mm-hmm. and then it's like but dark. then it turns into this dark thriller. And yeah, I don't know. It just has as so much going on in it, so many different tones that all come together really mm-hmm. well. I think it's I love Paul Schrader as a director, and I think it really All
0: of Paul Schrader's movies. I, I, I can How about say Paul I'm, Schrader's social media presence right now? Uh, I mean <laughs> it's entertaining. I'll give it that. <laughs>
1: definitely entertaining. I love when he called Brian De Palma artistically weak. <laughs> um,
0: I love when he was talking about like all oh, the sex that I had, and then the first oh, comment was yeah. his daughter, and she was like, Ew, oh. gross. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, he's definitely an old man for yeah, sure who uses. I will say he keeps. Up to date with current cinema. Oh, though. does I remember he? That's good. Seeing first Reformed at TIFF, and he was there, and he was talking about all the new movies he'd seen, and like he was a big Xavier Dolan fan.
0: <laughs> okay, we I can mean, forgive him for that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but
1: he does say some very problematic, problematic things. things. It's like said, any he older said some person. Very racist, borderline racist thing. Did he? <laughs> yeah, he made some comments about. Um, it was when Jordan Peele did an interview. Oh no, is he a Jordan Peele fan? No, he, well, he was saying when Jordan Peele said, "I would probably never direct a movie with a white lead." Like, Wait,
0: Jordan Peele said Or Paul yeah, Trader Jordan said that? Jordan Peel
1: said that. Oh, okay, uh, around, yeah. I guess they asked him that around us. And I was like, yeah. For
0: Sorry, sure. you said Jordan Peele, and all I was thinking of, because I was listening to podcasts about it earlier, was Jordan Peterson. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, yeah. Big
1: difference! Sure,
0: yeah, I don't yeah. know how he
1: feels about Jordan Peterson. No, Jordan Peele said that, and then Ooh, Paul, that Trader shared that Paul Trader that would sour you on Paul Trader, wouldn't it? Yeah, and then he's, he shared that article and was like, I understand the sentiment here, but you know what, Jordan You're just going to find yourself in a place one day when you're going to have to direct a, a white person. And then he said something weird about Asians, and it was just oh, a, it no, was this weird response. Oh, no, nobody to, asked you. Yeah, it was this weird response to it. It's like, dude, no, yeah, nobody asked you about this. <laughs> mm-hmm. so you should have just not said it.
0: Well... Uh, on that note let's move to our <laughs> weekly Gerard Depardieu yeah, there we here. go it's
1: come the time Camille has come. Claudel from 1988 yeah it's uh, a pretty big one it was, nominated. It? <laughs> it was nominated again for, uh, I've never I know, heard of a movie or its director the it was big at the time yes you know, Isabella Johnny yeah, is his co-lead um, how many Gerard Depardieu art, films have those, are those put out artist, uh, <laughs> yeah. oh the artist one of I art, love that Oscar yeah, winning film <laughs> yeah, oh man, Kino's just got the uh, like they got the,
0: catalog, they got the catalog and they're catalog. just printing no, money I guess. Studio yes. stuff,
1: right? But yeah, I was nominated for best foreign film in whatever year <laughs> that Can you was. You imagine
0: departure did like commentary on every disc. Kino <laughs> like they got uh, the, he's just drunk. It's like of
1: our <laughs> offices right now doing commentaries. <laughs>
0: hey how's it going <laughs> you got any wine it doesn't matter which one all
1: right gerard this week it's gonna be camille claudel he's like ah camille claudel
0: i love it i just remember like every commentary was like abel ferrera on killer. He's like, hey, killer hey, hey. look at her body oh gerard as our That's friends right. like to call him mr welcome to new york welcome i like to new say york. when i see yeah. him because i'm in new york and he's coming down yeah. uh we also have christmas in july i assume you're put a year. This is, Preston this is the Preston Sturgis one. This is the Preston Never seen like it.
1: it. Never seen it, but uh, apparently a lot of people say this isn't really a Christmas film. No. Because it's, it's in just, July. It's in July. But you should see the cover they made for this. It, it is, is like Christmas enough. Yeah. <laughs> you would not think that. But it's like, it's about, like a, Christmas a of... in
0: big letters, July yeah. in like, yeah. a like a tiny leaf. little... It's like yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I don't know. It's about like a guy in an office and his co-workers pay, play a prank on him or something. Mm. Okay, really And he thinks it's Christmas, but it's July? It's July. I don't know. I've never seen it, but I don't People really like yeah, it. Yeah,
0: Preston Sturges, good director. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I know Kino's
1: putting out a lot of his stuff in the oh, movie too, so I guess they got
0: the Preston Sturges catalog. They got to get like the Christmas stuff out know, early yeah. exactly. and then they move on Ooh, to the rest Christmas of the stuff. stuff um, Lionsgate is putting out the Cotton Club Encore. Yeah, this is a pretty big one. Yeah, um, well, I mean, pretty big for people like me who are fascinated by yeah, Francis by, Ford like, Coppola's lesser films. Yeah,
1: you know what? I've never actually seen no, the No, me neither. Club, so, and, and I mean, I'm kind of glad I waited because I'd rather see
0: yeah, the what happens was that um, it was a movie that was supposed to be like um, I guess a two-hander between Richard Gere and Gregory yeah, Hines yeah, yeah. and uh, Robert Evans, the great producer yeah, may he are. rest in peace yeah. uh, great <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, decided say, no, 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 yes. let's have just the white guy in this movie yeah, and I think they cut out Gregory Hines completely from the film did and, they really? yeah, they did oh, so it wasn't okay. his film anymore yeah. and they made it about Richard uh, Gere and Diane Lane, I'm going to say, yeah, right, and their relationship. And James Remar is there as well, and Bob Hoskins playing his character from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. That's not true. I just like to imagine that it's the same (laughs) guy. And, yeah, so it's a new Blu-ray. Francis Ford Coppola paid for this himself. Yeah. Yeah, I would imagine. No studio paid for it. And, yeah, so it's great that it's out on Blu-ray and people can watch it. So, yeah, I picked it up because I'm excited. I love Francis Ford, like, especially, like, when he was popular the films because he had like unlimited resources. I know. Uh, I mean, later on, uh, you know, I could watch uh, one of the ones with Val Kilmer with oh, the vampires. Uh, Twix. Twix. I never saw that. You Lord. never saw I Twix? So I, I didn't see it in theaters at <laughs> TIFF, but like my friends did. And yeah. in theaters, there were parts that were in 3D. Yeah. And uh, glasses would fly on the screen to let you know to put on 3D <laughs> glasses. Twist Twix has the greatest ending ever where it ends with, so Val Kilmer's a novelist yeah. and he wants to write like the ultimate horror novel or something like that. He goes yeah. back to his hometown. And he. He meets like Edgar Allan Poe, yeah, or, like as a ghost, yeah. and it ends with him being killed by a bunch of vampires. And then it cuts to Adam to Val Kilmer sitting behind a desk. He's like, "And that's my great ending." And then like the credits roll. Wow, <laughs> I'm shocked that you haven't seen it. Oh, uh, you know
1: what? I meant to. I wanted to go see it at TIFF, and then I couldn't yeah. for some reason. And then I just I wanted to see that experience with a 3D glass. Yeah, but you're never going to see never that. Came out, and then we got it. So we do have it. It's just like on Blu-ray. But I was just hoping for that experience. And I, I got that amazing box I head. later period.
0: That too. Wait, no, the box set was, it wasn't Twix, but it was like One from the Heart, Youth is uh, Out Youth, yeah, and Tetro. Right. Yeah, which I do like. Uh, yeah, of course. I'm a, yeah, I mean, a you're right. a Tetro
1: and Youth Without Youth fan. You're a big so Youth is Out Youth I do fan. like Youth Without Youth. What?
0: So. All right, well, you'll probably like Twix set, I probably will. Val yeah, Kilmer starring in it. I know, I it. know. I mean, no, we're a not... friend
1: of mine also went at TIFF, yeah. and he thought it was great, like in a hilarious <laughs> yeah. way. Like, and I was so mad. <laughs> That's the one, my one biggest TIFF regret. Is not seeing Twix? Because he was there, too. Val Kilmer was there,
0: too like supposedly Francis Ford like did like a like an hour long no, Q&A no. afterwards I've heard all about it you <laughs> can just go to his winery Love he probably he probably <laughs> still has um, like a screening room he's like oh you want to watch <laughs> Twix come on let's go watch 3D version uh, Francis Ford give us a call fly please, us down please yeah <laughs> um, we also have uh, Dog Day being released by Kino which has a very interesting premise yeah which is like Lee Marvin gets trapped by I assume a cannibal family in France <laughs> yeah and they hold them hostage it's strange film so it's a French film. Mm-hmm. That Never heard of it before. like the
1: only American actor yeah. from what I can see. It's all French directed and produced. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's it looks like some weird kind of mix between a, you know, Calvary. Criminal <laughs> movie in Calvary, yeah, yeah. which I really like. Uh, yeah.
0: But. So, yeah, I actually want to check it out. That's good that Kino is putting out these movies, because otherwise I've probably Studio never Canal. heard of it. It's That's all the Studio, Studio Canal, Canal. Uh, catalog. So they don't they're not even making, mining, like, like <laughs> just everything. <laughs> Anything everything. Is... Um, We also have Fritz Lang's Indian Epic. I like how Film Movement released it under that title, because yeah. like, no one's going to say the tiger of Istanbul. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they Istanbul. Have both of the titles yeah. on it as well, but... those have the David Calle commentaries that were on the... Uh, um, it's pretty loaded, so I think... Okay. Okay, probably we'll does it then, it yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, nice these, these it, movies yeah. are really fun. They're like, I believe they're the last two movies that Fritz Lang made. I think so. And I'm they're right, in color, yeah. yep. and they're remakes of previous films mm-hmm. that he had made before. Yep. So, yeah, if you haven't checked them out, check it out. Yeah, Fritz Lang, really, terrible man. Yeah. But a uh, fun filmmaker. A great director. Yeah, yeah great director. <laughs> uh, we also have the Glorifying the American Girl, which I've never heard about. Yeah,
1: so this was an early talkie, I believe, mm-hmm. and like an early musical. I think one of the first musicals. Yeah. Um,
0: Directed by I, Millard Webb. Yeah. I do not know who this she, is. Stars I don't know much about Cantor. this but
1: we sold a bunch of these first days. Wow, so really? People so people asking, are like so I waiting think it for is, it. like if you're a musical buff. Mm, um, I do love really, musicals. And uh, eh, the yeah. first musical, though, that yeah, makes sense. It's like me... 1929, so it's like okay. right on the cusp. Um, uh,
0: I recently watched, um, I think it's Love Me Tonight, the Ruben Mamoulian okay, musical. Yeah, that one is great. Is that good? Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a very early one, but it has like great things like he uses miniatures as like establishing shots all the time. And the first musical number, which is the famous one is that like someone is singing like a part of the song and then someone yeah. hears them and they start singing and they walk somewhere else oh, nice, so the nice. film continues by like a bunch of people singing it. Do you like musicals? Uh, I no, knew you would. T- I'm just looking at you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just, I don't know. It's just not my thing. You look, I can't I mean, buy the realism of what's going on. But I also haven't on.
1: seen very many so mm-hmm. I can't. So what have really you seen? Like
0: Chicago? No, uh, seen Mary Poppins Returns? I've seen, I've seen, I like a lot of
1: the, you know, the rock musicals in the <laughs> 70s. I like uh, Jesus Christ Superstar? I love Jesus Christ and why don't you like musicals? I love those like, hippie musicals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Godspell? I just haven't
0: I haven't seen God's. Okay, so me neither. I should watch that. Hair, hair, <laughs> yeah. yeah, hair's is fun. Um, Gerard Butler's uh, Phantom <laughs> of the Opera. I've never seen fanfare, no. Phantom <laughs> of the <laughs> Opera. You're gonna see Cats though, right? Because every uh, yeah, hipster film critic yeah. is gonna see Cats. No, Boo! Know, I'm, not, I'm
1: not gonna see Cats. <laughs>
0: oh, whoa! <laughs> I
1: refuse to see Cats.
0: You refuse. So if, I mean, I am a little intrigued if by the outlet is like,
1: CGI we it. have um, passes to go see Cats. That's true. If if somebody you know pays me to review Cats, yeah. sure. I'll, I mean, I'll, Cats I'll, is a musical
0: that like. I know people love it it's like mass hysteria it's like yeah, the, the same yeah, way that um know. we were recently watching the grinch on howard's the grinch oh, which yeah, you, you love say, no i don't love oh, it oh you I don't love it movie. Uh, no. it was number one at the I box office love it so much it was, it was, it was number one yeah. at the box office that year that is like it's mass crazy, hysteria everybody
1: like me it was like oh, I see you, jim, it was jim like crazy jim carrey fans. yeah like that was like my most anticipated movie okay
0: because i thought that you liked it no 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 no. nobody
1: likes it i was so excited my family all went for christmas and even at whatever yeah it was then, I already knew this is not good. My I, I friend,
0: like uh, Will Sloan, said that he once walked by someone's apartment and they were laughing hysterically and he looked in and they were watching The Grinch and I was like, (laughs) and he said this while we were watching the movie together and every 10 minutes they'd be like, (laughs) just thinking of that person laughing laughing. at what I'm watching on screen. It's so embarrassing. (laughs) Terrible. So we also have Iceman from 1984 and I'm like, is this a Val Kilmer spinoff of Top Gun I've never heard of? No. 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 Starts Timothy Hutton.
1: The classic Timothy Hutton movie where he's what, a caveman?
0: (laughs) And Encino Man. He was, no uh, man really uh, uh, I did not see that when I posted the synopsis seen, yeah. I've never
1: seen this but I know in the 80s it was kind of a, a thing was
0: it? Oh, well, Ice it's man. never been in
1: widescreen before so <laughs> Iceman fans you know you can
0: finally get, get the, the cinematic gorgeous, experience
1: <laughs> yeah, this is
0: a big week of movies I'm like I've never seen them and I've never heard of them before yeah. we also have The Limits of Control Jim Jarmusch Ooh, you can speak of that
1: I love this film do
0: you Pe- people hate, hate this, movie. this movie I've
1: never seen it it's one of oh yeah it's one of his least liked movies I and I can totally understand why it's
0: We go like that's why I love it the most I because you don't it. hate yeah. it. <laughs> you you can screw off with your ghost dogs yeah. that you have as your favorite movie of the year. <sighs>
1: Give yeah. me the limits of control. No, that's fine. I, I mean, I love Ghost Dog yeah. too, but limits of control. I mean, it's kind of like a spy. So Isaac de Bancole mm-hmm. is like a spy in it. Some sort of vague spy. Yeah. He's just going on this cryptic series of like he he gets these messages and he has mm-hmm. to go talk to all these people, and they all talk in like riddles to him. And it's it's got Tilda Swinton, yeah, Garcia Bernal, Bill Murray's in it. Like everybody's in it. It's protect- Bill Murray's in it really for like really a minute, pretty, but everybody's in it. Yeah, for, like for a, a minute. minute. Yeah. It's really pretentious. I'm not gonna lie, but I just find it hypnotic. I love the way it's shot. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's very Antonioni like, you know. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, you're already. I can see you're already rolling. <laughs> my eyes, my eyes are one. rolling but out of my yeah. head and shooting up into the if sky. If you like, when it, you I wrote know, this
0: down, I'm like, Mark loves this movie. I, I know I Mark. I
1: love it. It just has. I love that. <laughs>
0: so like, when are you gonna switch to loving the Jim Jarmusch zombie film? Uh, it was, will yet. that ever not happen? Yet. That's a little too. You, you need Stockholm <sighs> syndrome, sits in, You big broken flowers, man. I do like Broken Broke Flowers. Flowers. Yeah. I love Jim Jarvis. Um, 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 Overs, of course. Yeah, of course. A yeah. movie that... see
1: the only ones I'm a little lukewarm on are like the zombie one and Only Lovers Left Alive. You don't like
0: Only Lovers Left I Alive. Like, I like it. But okay, but you don't love it. Favorites. Yeah, A lot of people yeah. love that one. People love Nobody that loved that
1: the zombie one. Nobody did. No. <laughs> Nobody. And that ends. Yeah. yeah.
0: So we also have The Magic Sword, directed by uh, Mr. Big himself, Burt I. Gordon. <laughs> I've not seen that many Burt I. Gordon films, yeah. but I know that he's famous for like making movies about big things yeah, that people, grow big. People like this one. Big mm-hmm. title, Magic Sword, yeah, magic sword. Swashbuckling. Swashbuckling, probably a bunch of special yeah, effects, it's time. cheap special yeah. effects, Cheaper. like not Ray Harry Ho- Housen yeah. style, but yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Thanks, yeah. Kino. Keep putting those yeah. out. Because they recently <laughs> did they Jack the Giant killer. Jack the Giant, yeah. Same sort of vein mm-hmm. as that, it looks like. Not to be confused with um, Jack
1: the Giant. Slayer. Slayer,
0: the um Batman movie. Bad, Batman, <laughs> yeah. We also have a Millennium Actress being released by JD Kid Shout. Again, not for kids, no. even though Toshi uh, Khan. It's Satoshi never Khan. for kids, well, Perfect kids. Blue, right? <laughs> yeah,
1: Perfect Blue, <laughs> great to introduce your kids to anime. Yeah, Blue.
0: or uh, Paprika, that's Paprika. kind of kiddish, yeah. cause them uh, nightmares. A little bit, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That one
1: maybe could.
0: could you a fan go. of Satoshi Khan?
1: I love him, yeah. Ah, so good. He's too good. Uh, he's, too point, good. he's too, too good.
0: Too good for this world. Rest in peace, because he did pass away. No, yeah.
1: Honestly, I wish. Yeah, it's, it was such a tragedy when he died because, mm-hmm. like, to see what he, else he could have done, and I feel like his stuff really inspired movies going forward. <laughs> yeah, like
0: paprika, inspired you mean r- movies ripped off? Ripped off, yeah. Like,
1: Inception is just like paprika. paprika yeah, but know? not as and, fun. Perfect like, Blue inspired anything from every like,
0: the, everything, everything that Darren Aronofsky, Aronofsky like, made. You know,
1: like even something like Mulholland Drive. Yeah, like not that I think. David There's Lynch no way was David Lynch. Blue, yeah, but you get the influence. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's just great. His and I'm not even a huge anime aficionado. Yeah,
0: did J.Kids put out Perfect Blue? Blue? They did. Oh, yeah. they did.
1: Okay. They put that. I think they're mining his uh, catalog as mm-hmm. much as they can because Millennium Actress was out of print for a while. perfectly. Yeah. Blue was out of print for years. He
0: did so the they're... one. Did he do the one that takes place during Christmas? Yeah, the Tokyo, Tokyo Godfather. Tokyo uh, Godfather. Yeah. Which again
1: also needs an upgrade. So mm-hmm.
0: I'm surprised they didn't that. go with that one for the holiday well, season. They went with Millennium I think Actress. The DVD is still available. Oh, uh, so okay. They just don't have the have the rights, rights yet. Mm, yeah. That would make sense. All right. Speaking of classics, we got Mr. Wrong, <laughs> starring Ellen DeGeneres, Bill Pullman directed by Nick Castle, The Shape of from Halloween. Right.
1: Yeah, and this is a movie that's, yeah, even more wrong over time. <laughs> yes. <It's> a, <laughs> um, uh,
0: yeah, apparently.
1: I've never seen this, but I've always been fascinated by it. Yeah. It's like uh, she is like, uh, you know... She has some spinster lady. And <laughs> yeah. She, she wants to get married, and she meets the perfect guy, played by Bill Pullman, and then they get married right away. And then and he, he turns has, out to be a psychopath. Yeah, because he has a but split it's personality. Yeah.
0: It's all very funny. It's like I terms. married a Max uh, Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I saw Mr. Wrong on this list, and you know what I thought. I went, the wrong guy? I Which know. I know had already Which been put already out by started. Kino. Yeah. But uh, have you seen it yet? The Wrong Guy? Yeah. No. You got uh, to watch I know, the wrong I, guy. I promise We've you done I multiple episodes of the and I've said it will. over the holiday I season. I mean, Is it's a holiday no, movie? No, it's not. But I mean just like watch it. You will. got time. I will. Great I stuff don't have time. No, you don't. Yeah, basically video closes <laughs> January, I on January December definitely 25th, have time. right? We
1: yeah, we're closing and December it. 25th. We're open every other day. And I'm here like every day.
0: Are you because you're um I guess the one of the top uh, people in the uh, corporation <laughs> yeah in the corporation that, that you have to come in because all know. the like lower tier people are like oh i want off i want to spend yeah, time with my a lot family yeah lot of people take vacation stuff mm-hmm. which is totally fair you know it's yeah. just a retail listen store, i live so. to work I, and work to live yeah i
1: know right <laughs> but it's just an important time. like i have to keep putting in orders and everything We're mm-hmm. trying to get stuff in so but i promise you come the new year i will watch the wrong guy
0: and you have a boxing day sale don't you we do Other yeah 726? we
1: have a big boxing day sale so we got percentages <laughs> off all kinds of things. it
0: already so. looks like you're going to like pass out from Tired of know, just saying it, you're like, uh, and, I, and I will be Boxing here Day. All day, <laughs> yeah. boxing day. A copy, we are slammed. Arms full of yeah. Aspen Extreme. Yeah, exactly. Ready <laughs> to give the. World. You should put it like on the counter. You know, like H and V would have. we yeah. like, would you? Every time somebody yeah. buys something, you're like, would <laughs> you be interested $5 in five dollars or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most are like no, and it's always it's like garbage. Okay, nobody I'll wants. Pass. I don't want it. No, thank you. I don't want another copy of what would H and V give out because it was real trash.
1: When I went, it was like Home Alone or yeah. It was just some generic. Movie you just garbage, had, or it was some bad Christmas movie, like Four Christmases. Yeah, like
0: I, I did like King of Kong. Maybe I should yeah. check it out. Uh, Noon Wine is being put out by Kino. I'm unfamiliar I don't with know. This, this novel. Is another
1: TV movie. Yeah,
0: they're putting out on. D- but this is one Western that's TV it, movie. what a great cast because it has Pat Hingle, Stellan Sasgard, is, all is your favorite. Fred Ward in this. Fred one too? Ward as well. Yeah, stars cover in. It. Oh my god! I just turned the page over. The film we have to talk. There's a whole other page. Okay. Got, all right, we're going we through this. Yeah, rapid fire. Dude bomb Kino Don Adam <laughs> Super Spy Get Smart Yeah Everybody CQL Loves It thing, Keep whatever. It Moving yeah, Old Joy Criterion Kelly Reinhart
1: Great Movie I ah, Love, love I It Love It It's Her Debut Nice That It's Getting This Upgrade From Yeah Because it, okay,
0: it Was Released On DVD By Like Kino, Kino or Stray actually, it. Oh, it Was it. Kino yeah, It Was yeah. Kino
1: um, There's Not Many Extras On This One It's Kind Of A Boo. Yeah I Know They Didn't Jump In That Recording Boost
0: it. Kelly Reinhardt. I,
1: I Know But uh, But I Love This Film mm-hmm. It's just So Nice Such A
0: All Right We Have Playing God Another Tennessee Hutton Film I
1: Have Actually Seen this film. Have because you? Because you
0: know, were you a big David
1: Duchovny fan? I was going to uh, say
0: that you're filling off your John Hawks filmography. He's <laughs> yeah, right? also in it. No, this Angelina movie
1: is, Jolie. I love Angelina. Jo- I love her. Like, okay, so early you're about work, to say
0: yeah. this movie is great. It's terrible.
1: No, it's <laughs> really bad. It's like one of those post Tarantino like, oh, crime movies. What are the one that
0: Kiefer Sutherland started? Truth or Mexico. Terrible.
1: It's a gallows in that oh, one. Oh, isn't that movie so bad?
0: That movie's awful. I got tricked. He has two pistols on the cover. I'm like, ooh. I was excited
1: for that. Because I liked Vincent Gallo. Yeah. Not good at all. <laughs> this one, also not good. David D'Coveney's so embarrassing, yeah. too. He plays like a doctor who somehow gets involved in this criminal <sighs> oh, scheme God. because he owes money to people.
0: You know what's a great uh, Tarantino ripoff pro- film? Boogie Boy, starring Mark the Cascade. But MVD. <laughs> they just put no it out. That, yeah. And that one's yeah. actually directed by good? The Lost. Um, Quentin Tarantino video archives guy mm. um, I don't remember what his name it's Craig so Craig Schaefer I think yeah. something along those lines okay. and he was part of the trio that was Quentin Tarantino Roger Avery who right. also appeared we will also appear today and, and there was Craig Schaefer and yeah. it was those three guys right. and Roger Avery produced Boogie Boy he did. Yeah. and it's kind of like a, it, it's very almost serious because it's about Craig Schaefer I believe had like a heroin problem right. so it's about somebody like getting over that yeah. and Merchant asks us does he get to do some kung fu fighting he does near yeah. the end of the movie so
1: yeah. Nice. That was one I always remember seeing the video store as a yeah. kid and never watching. He plays now, like a MVD drummer in the out, movie. Yeah, when MVD put that edition out I think out John Jett is in the movie that. as well. Yeah, she is. She
0: absolutely, absolutely As a rocker. Is. So we also have um, Running Delilah, which I've never heard about, but Richard Mr. Franklin. Billy Zane. Oh, it's Billy <laughs> it's Zane. Billy Zane's in this one. And Richard Franklin, the director yeah. of Psycho 2 yeah, and yeah, my yeah. favorite, Cloak and Dagger. Yep. That's an amazing plot. Government scientists turn a slain agent, Kim Cattrall, into a cyborg <laughs> yeah, to stop Middle Eastern arms deals in in Paris. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen this. I haven't seen this. Sounds amazing.
1: I mean, Mr. Zane is in this. Uh, oh, wow. A starring role? I'll watch it. Uh, supporting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's the second credited after King mm-hmm. Patrol, So
0: I heard uh, someone recently said that Billy Zane's a bit of a jerk or not of a jerk. I'm sure he is. <laughs> a weirdo, which I <laughs> definitely sure believe. Yeah, because I was looking at his filmography and I went, a man who's made this many movies, mm-hmm. it's kind of shocking that there aren't more like, even cult films that have like cult yeah, film ba- yeah, fan base. Not really. Though. I mean, like, Listen, I'm gonna fly the flag of the mad, the early 2000s zombie film that Billy Zane uh, starred in, which I think is fun. Yeah,
1: I never saw that
0: one. He did a bunch of neo noirs um, that Kino put out, yep, like, and yep. then Fireworks. This, this world, and fire. fire and there was one said. called Concrete was in the title. Uh, yeah, what was Blood that and oh, something? Blood and concrete. Blood and concrete. Yeah, yeah, concrete. I've seen that one. I woke that up early it. the day I died, yeah, which, which was a wood, wood script, script right? and he's the film has
1: no dialogue stuff. in yeah. it. Yeah, that's never been put out. Really, that's weird. It's never been put out. VHS, it was
0: that one. It's famously because it has a bunch of stars in it, right? I know. Like little bit parts, like *Limits of Control*. I know.
1: I really want to see that, and it's just uh, you know, what? That's one, it's always
0: way, on my yeah. list, and I'm like, I gotta watch this. I just gotta yeah. sit down and watch it. I know. I played you should... *Midnight Madness* famously. You uh, really? I woke up early in the day. Yeah, I died. I yeah. It got a big push,
1: and then it just kind of disappeared. It's
0: probably not, not good. Very good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so Kino's also putting out *A Stranger Among Us*, a Sidney Lumet film starring yeah. Melanie Griffith. One of his, his lesser-known films. Moving on, it's *No Find Me Guilty*. Yeah. We gotta stop here. Velocity. Yes. Have you seen this one? I have seen. It. I have not. No? Even though I was looking and I was like, ooh, Darren Serafani, who yeah. I like, do not like that much. Yeah, he, he hasn't did, done much. He did a uh, John Claude Van Dam film that's not very good. I think it's the oh, one he's he in prison. Did, um, double Impact. Dub- oh, he did Double Impact? No, no, uh, uh, no, no. No, no, no.
1: You're right. The prison one is Death
0: Warrant. Death that's Warrant, what? yeah. You didn't like Death Warrant? Nah, okay. I found it kind of dull. But oh, okay. I really I like Death Warrant. I really um, like. By extension of my friend liking it so much, yeah. uh, my friend Duncan loves Gunman, which oh, Darren Stefani also never wrote. Seen that, uh, right, finally, yeah. you have Mario Van Peebles and Christopher that's Lambert together. Yeah. Written by Stephen Summers.
1: Uh, they got a release, that's very out of print. Do you like know who friend. has a print of it? U of T has Whoa, a print of you guys need Gunman. To screen it? That's
0: just not that good. No, no. <laughs> if it was a okay. better would, seen it, yeah. Man. But uh, it sounds like it should be so good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Patrick Stewart shows up in it very briefly, uh, okay. and um, Dennis Leary is the villain in it. Love me some Dennis Leary. <laughs> do you? I do, I do. Ah man, bad funny. choices when you were a t- yeah, uh, I know, I know, <laughs> ranting about you know where is he these days?
1: I don't know. Actually,
0: great question. You have a copy um, of I the Ref, seen... right? That's a great. Oh yeah, movie. I love
1: the Ref. Uh, the I mean, Ref. He's so funny in the Ref. Uh, yeah,
0: I mean, he had like a little pocket he had a period
1: in the '90s. there, yeah. and then he was on Rescue Me, right? A
0: demolition man, and people oh, loved yeah, him in Rescue a demolition Me.
1: demolition man. Yeah, and I never saw Rescue nah, Me, but neither. I know a lot of people who like that. But after that, I have no. He just
0: disappeared, but like nowhere. Like I haven't heard of him since Rescue. Yeah, me, so, I mean, nothing comes into the <laughs> He's, store. He's like, passed away? Yeah, I yeah. You'd think <laughs> that he'd be yeah, like a I bunch swear. of DTV films and you stuff think like that. I so, but. I mean, especially because his comedy was based on like ranting. Yeah. Because it's like ranting, Oh, oh which he does Maybe in the ref area. Man, like... I want to watch the ref again. Who's the other? Oh, it's Kevin Spacey in the yeah, uh, movie. Sure.
1: Yeah. And it sucks because Kevin Spacey's actually really good in that movie. Oh, movie. is yeah. he? like a really emotional moment. He's really funny, and it's like, you watch it now.
0: That's a funny slapstick film, too. I know, right? Yeah, because it's like, because when you see it, you're like, I don't know, is this like a Mr. Wrong? Yeah, time. Yeah. Let me just dunk on Mr. Ross yeah, coming out this week. But no, it's actually a really the fun Christmas movie. Yeah. Uh, directed by but, uh, um, the son of Ted Ted Demi. Yeah, Ted Demi. Right? Yeah, he did yeah. die. Playing a basketball game. I, I, yeah. I just saw that it just stuck yeah. in my mind. <laughs> That's sad, right? Yeah. But anyway, uh, another great movie. Yes, also great. Terminal, Terminal Velocity. Sorry, Velocity. I got I got it off. No, That's,
1: it's okay. Um, Charlie Sheen, Skydiver. Natasha Kinski is in this too. Um I think the, the only thing, honestly, I saw this when I was a kid. Yeah, it's not very good. I don't what? really remember much. Uh, I, I got really excited. Good skydiving, David Toey script. Sort of, I know. I love good David Toey. sequence. The only thing I really remember about this is somebody told me was that Charlie Sheen and Natasha Kinski didn't get along or something. Mm-hmm. Charlie Sheen said in an interview that he didn't like her because she smelled. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, uh, okay, Charlie. Charlie,
0: <laughs> so tiger blood. Charlie Sheen, yeah. <laughs> no, he probably said that around the time. Yeah, exactly.
1: That- um, but yeah, I don't know, it's one of those movies that feels like it, it should be a lot better and mm. more entertaining than it is. Uh, that's a uh, bummer. Yeah, it's okay.
0: I, I feel know. like that's mostly the sim- yeah, the, it's the filmography it's of that no, director. Like, arrival
1: or anything. Uh, arrival or Warlock. Classics.
0: That's another great David Bowie yeah, script. You know, so uh, we also have Until the End of the World being put out by Criterion, from Terminal Velocity to Vim but, Benders. Yeah. This is a big deal because I think the director's cut I don't think was available in any good form. I think well, it was on VHS. Yeah,
1: this hasn't been available at all on DVD, yeah. ever, at least in North America. Mm. And yeah, it was just truncated. Now it's like the full director's cut. Have you seen this movie? No. Sam Neill fans
0: come uh, in mass.
1: People, this is a movie that like I don't know. I go back and forth. But how many times have members, you watched like, it? I saw it when I was younger yeah. on TV. I remember it well because City TV had it on yeah. like, late one night. And remember how uh, Mark Daly used to come on? <laughs> I do like, not remember. Okay, well the credits would come on. Mark Daly. Oh yeah, right, of course. Would would be like all right, well that was the movie. You know. Yeah, yeah. Coming up little, next. Coming up next with this one because it was like so. Even in the cut they showed, it was so long, and I honestly thought it was really boring. Mm. He comes on and he's like, wow. You guys awake in there? <laughs> what a snoozer that was. That is <laughs> very so funny. And, and you know what? It is. It's boring. But I was. I was young. <laughs> You're trying to sell some criteria. But copies. I was young. That's. It was one of those movies yeah. though, that I was like, "This looks awesome." It's yeah. like sci-fi, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's more of like a road movie. Yeah, I mean, every Vin like Vendor's sci-fi. movie is like yeah, a road exactly. movie. I don't know. Would it's, you call I Paris, Texas boring? Or I don't know, like the Paris, Texas. You don't like
0: Paris, much. Texas? Yeah. So you're not a Vin fan? I'm not a huge
1: vendor I like Wings of Desire a lot. Yeah. Everybody likes that. I like The American Friend. I like some of his stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, some of his stuff I find like really art. A- aesthetically beautiful yeah but, but pretentious like, kind of pretentious and boring so like, Jim-, Jarmusch. One, yeah. Jim Jarmusch Jim Jarmusch but he's like funny <laughs> his characters
0: I can relate to yeah though, like, I think maybe there's like, not
1: beatniks and stuff huh? yeah like, I don't know
0: there's maybe missing a Cause, like, he's a big I've read his writings and he's very passionate about his stuff yeah. but then when you watch his movies it's like
1: yeah I admire the hell out of him yeah. I just um, can't always get it he's one,
0: one of those movies. directors that it's like not shocking that he's kind of like fallen into like a pretentious yeah. uh, dare I say Adam McGowan I know pass. well his new
1: movie don't really know
0: do anything anymore. They like play so. a tiff yeah, and, and then and they, they just, just kind of disappear. disappear, yeah, cuz nobody cares about them. <laughs> but uh but this one I would
1: honestly be interested in checking out mm-hmm. again cuz now it's the expanded cut. I feel like I'd be more in the mindset yeah. for trying to take it in now, but
0: So, we also have Yesterday Was a Lie. I don't know anything about this movie, but the tagline is a young woman discovers the most powerful thing on earth is the human heart. Yeah.
1: This is like a weird sort of like indie sci-fi noir type movie mm-hmm. that came out about 10 years ago. It did it was kind of big on the festival scene. Yeah. and then sort of came out on DVD, like very of, briefly, yeah. Release and went out of print. Now, Indie Picks, which is a cool little label that puts out really kind of obscure mm-hmm. uh festival stuff, are putting it out a nice, like Blu ray package and everything. Oh, with the cool. You're involved. I haven't seen this one, but I was always really interested. So. Well, I want to check it out. Yeah. It's a
0: movie I've never heard about, yeah. yeah it's kind of like
1: noir sci fi yeah. stuff. You so, got me,
0: Mark. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> take my money. Uh, so on to our favorite part of the podcast, New, new news. stuff. What's new on the shelves? Badland from 2019. It's a western. It's some From a guy that you look western. at it and you're like, oh my god, he's directed a lot of westerns I have never I heard about. There's a market for western films, yeah. Like especially on DVD, they go right to DVD. TV stuff, yeah. yeah. How do I and get this into has, that business? Because there's like, like
1: some familiar faces in it, like yeah, Studi's in there, Mira Sorvino's. In okay, there. oh poor I Mira mean, Sorvino. A lot of people. That, I thought
0: it you know. was your favorite um, Wes uh, Bentley, your oh, favorite god. actor in the oh, world.
1: He should be in there though somewhere. I'm sure he's hanging, <laughs> How dare he's you? hanging around in the
0: background with like guys. Come respect Wes Bentley. Get your Copy of P two at Bay <laughs> Street Video. On our it's on your Christmas show. Right yeah,
1: horrible movie, but
0: how dare you? I you hate just hate movie. West Bentley. I do. I do. Um, Before you know it, which is being released by Passion River, yeah. a film directed by Hannah Pearl, in 1993, uh, New York City, a dysfunctional codependent sister discovers that the mother they thought that died when they were young is alive and starring on a popular daytime soap opera, co-starring Alec Baldwin and Mandy Patinkin. Yeah, good uh, stuff.
1: This was a pretty big indie hit this year. (laughs) Was it? It was, yeah. All the Patankin heads. I know, I guess so. It was at TIFF. We played at TIFF for like a few weeks, actually, Hmm. I think. So, I um, mean, I see the I title really before you know it. It. I,
0: I, it has a cover that looks like a Nancy Myers film. I know, that's the
1: thing. It's got such a generic look to it, but I actually think it's supposed to be a really good, smartly written movie. So <laughs> you got don't, me. Don't pass it over people. Mark, when not, we get to the new ones, he starts selling John me Hollywood all this stuff. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's not. Um, Even though I haven't seen it. You see that amazing right clip of uh, someone asking Jack Black what his favorite uh, Christmas movie is? And he's like, oh, yeah, Elf. I love Elf. <laughs> John Favreau. He's one of my favorite filmmakers. And then the person asks him, well, what about. About, uh, the Christmas movie you were in, and he's like, I was in a Christmas movie, and then he's like, Oh, yeah, the holiday, Nancy Meyer. It's amazing that he forgot he was in a Christmas movie. Wow, yeah. um, we also have Elephant Sitting Still. Uh, Ooh, yeah. This is a big one. Did you see this I one? I love this movie. Yeah, yeah of I, course saw, I saw
1: it at Tiff a couple of years ago. It's really sad and bleak, especially though,
0: when you consider that the director committed the suicide director committed
1: suicide right soon after, um, even before it was finished. He was only like 22 years old, he was 18. very young. Was yeah, very this young. was
0: his second feature film, right? No,
1: it was he made a short oh he made short, a short like an extended first short yeah. I think it was like half hour mm-hmm. long and then this was his first i gotta feature, check this one out which is four hours long yeah it's very long he was a protege of bellatar though oh uh, wow he was school. yeah um, <laughs> Bellatar. Yeah, Bellatar's the Bella most Tar, friendliest man in filmmaking. <laughs> and Bellatar's been big in this film up, though, too. Um, it's not like a Bellatar film, though, mm. even though people would think that because of the length and whatever. Yeah. It's just about a bunch of. <laughs> An action packed Yeah, a bunch of characters in this unnamed. Yeah. <laughs> um, you a,
0: yeah, I'm like, yeah. yeah it,
1: actually, you know what? There are some, like, it does have some thrills in it. Oh, I'm wow. Saying. Okay. So it's not just, like, four hours of boredom or something. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. It has a story. It's just four people who, in this unnamed northern industrial town in China. So the setting alone is just. Just bleak, and it's just how they can't escape their lives in this mm-hmm. town, and it's it's Fantastic. Oh really well, I'm gonna have to check it it's out. It's really sad. It's a talent that we lost yeah. before he even really got started. So uh,
0: we also have uh, speaking of stuff that I have seen, now I haven't, yeah. Family Guy season 17. <laughs> Do you still watch Family Guy? No, nobody does watches Family, watch Guy? Family Guy. Nobody does. Family I Guy was like my
1: favorite show. So in the good the first like few seasons. The first when two, I was a kid. There was only was there
0: it. two or three seasons, and then there was then, like yeah, a long break. And what happened was it came out on DVD and was a huge hit again. You know what? I still think of jokes from that early Family oh, Guy too. season. I loved Family Guy. Thank Even you, a Spider-Man. Like, Everybody like, gets one. Yeah, right? <laughs> I but, like, I remember weird. when yeah. it came back, and I was so excited, yeah. and the first episode had Mel Gibson, or, like, a Mel Gibson impersonator. Yeah. It was about finding the copy uh, of the sequel to Passion yeah, of Pride. Yeah, 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 And that. what ended up happening was, like, Family Guy would just animate a pop culture reference, and that's yeah. all yeah. it would be. And I was like, but there's no joke there. I know. And that was not the original series. No, it
1: got worse and worse. Yeah. It played more into it like got non-sequiturs. Worse than, and worse. Yeah.
0: Season 17. How know, bad geez. can it be? I don't know. I didn't even realize it was still on. So, <laughs> so Seth MacFarlane, he, like, shows up. Crusty's like a clown, right? It was like, Hey, I'm Crusty. All right, have yourself a good one. <laughs> All right, Seth, we're ready to record. I, know. <laughs> I mean, Seth McFarlane is probably MacFarlane, too busy right? yeah. because uh, the Orville season two has come out. Now, what's interesting about this show, I've yeah. never watched it. People said that. It's comedic in the way that you expect, but also treats the concept seriously sometimes. Yeah, that's what I've heard. People
1: really love this show. Yeah,
0: and it's kind of found its groove in the second season yeah. of like splitting it between kind of silly non sequitur episodes yeah. and more serious ones, which actually really interests me because yeah. Seth MacFarlane loves Star Trek. Yep. So, like, this is what's his opportunity that's to right. be the big star he deserves yeah, to be. I know, right? Did you go front, see A Million Ways to Die? in the? not. Oh, God. It is so bad. I don't
1: care about Seth MacFarlane, you know. Yeah.
0: Well, anymore. you didn't pick up his um, Jazz news Standards news album he re-recorded. <laughs> no, I remember that cover though and laughing heartily at it. You didn't but. enjoy him as one of the best Oscar hosts? At, uh. No. <laughs> I thought he... I don't... I mean,
1: I love Family Guy when it started but uh, I don't actually find him that funny. No, like, he's not. That, you know, the first
0: three scenes of Family Guy, very, very funny. Very but like, you know, <laughs>
1: Ted I had never... No interest in seeing. I don't think I've seen any of the movies yeah. he's made. I saw and Ted and I, I enjoyed it. On, never see seen him, Ted 2. Yeah, hosting stuff or mm-hmm. interviews. I'm like, eh, I don't really get this guy. But <laughs> sure, people like him. Yeah. Yeah,
0: listen, I don't understand this handsome, smooth-voiced man. (laughs) I could be funnier yeah no I couldn't funnier Ugh, that reminds me of The Fanatic <laughs>
1: <laughs> we've got The Fanatic a Finally! Hollywood story everyone's I mean. seen it though right uh, that must yeah I think so I mean it, it is what it is everybody <laughs> yeah. knows what The Fanatic
0: directed is. by Fred Durst directed by Fred Durst John Travolta uh, there's giving... literally
1: a scene in it where they listen to Olympus music too. <laughs> and he's like and this comment, is great
0: comment on listening Devin, to Devin Sawa Devin Sawa very funny yeah, Twitter personality I mean I
1: love bad movies like this and mm-hmm. especially bad John Travolta movies but you don't love this one I liked it for a bit, yeah. but the problem is he plays a mentally disabled mm-hmm. person. He plays somebody who I think is supposed to have Asperger's yeah. or is on the autism spectrum. And the portrayal of that is not good. <laughs> no.
0: But <laughs> not like offensive gets, enough to be funny, right? That's no, what I've heard a lot of people weird say. middle ground. Like if it was like and full simple jacking exactly. it, like maybe yeah, there would be he more laughs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but the problem
1: is it gets the climax gets really violent mm-hmm. and ugly and to a point where it's like oh, this is like not real yeah. this is uncomfortable it was actually more uncomfortable <laughs> you got anything.
0: me Gasper No Way style right? frienders it was actually
1: really uncomfortable but then it kind of like brings it back and tries to end it in this like kind of happy go lucky <laughs> like, wait a second did you just see the last 20 minutes of this
0: movie oh boy so I yeah. don't know
1: it's definitely an experience I'll say that
0: <laughs> well I mean at least you have other non-problematic films like Freaks uh oh Emile Hirsch <laughs> oh twofer
1: for Emile Hirsch this oh uh, really eh? he was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood oh sure. yeah that's
0: Right. <laughs> we'll um, I get
1: to that. I heard Freaks was really good though. I don't know. Yeah, it's
0: kind of like it. a, yeah, it's like a weird take, sci-fi, sci-fi superhero thing. Yeah, I heard. Well, I think, yeah,
1: I heard it was like a, almost no, like a, a t- Ten Cloverfield Lane, where it's like it. you don't know what's going on inside, mm. but it's like keeping his Emile body Hirsch, in or something. Emil Hirsch.
0: He's in uh, my favorite movie, Savages. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Savage. I hate speed it. Racer yeah. is what I was going yeah, for. Yeah, speed racer. Yeah, so. Oh, savages is bad.
1: Ooh, so uh, bad. You know what? I'd never had a problem with Emil Hirsch until you know he leaped on, strangled a reporter. A report, a female in a drunken rage, uh, yeah. and then basically just got off for it. So, <sighs> Anyways,
0: so <yeah. laughs> uh, we also have the great mystical circus put, being put out by Kino, yeah. a Brazilian film, uh, 2018 Brazilian romantic yeah, drama.
1: It's from a director who was part of the Cinema Novo
0: movement. Yeah, who hadn't a made a film there. in 12 yeah, years. So if you're, I don't, I'm not All right, I, familiar I, 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 with this. Cinema I'm not gonna Novo. say his name right. It looks like Caca Diegues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something like Caca. Caca. That's poo in I French.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're intellectuals. Yeah, here. exactly. But um, no, I no, have Vincent, not seen this one. Vincent Cassell's in this. <laughs> Vincent Cassell. <laughs> he's, he's like Gerard Depardieu. <laughs> who I too. always confuse with like,
0: Vincent Gallo. It's like, ooh, a new Vincent Cassell movie. He's got that same
1: sort of like sleazy.
0: What book. happened to Vincent Cassell? He was like on the top of the world and I then mean, he still I mean after he did Ocean's those, like
1: Cronenberg movies and Ocean's Eleven or Twelve Twelve, or yeah. so he was around in Hollywood th- for a while.
0: Yeah but then they just kind of like he was the back new in France, uh, Jean right? Reno or Czech yeah, and was. then they just kind of like got rid of him. I always
1: liked Vincent Cassell but he just does a lot of French mm. movies that I don't really think look that interesting. Yeah anymore, but, okay. Oof. But this, Harsh one looks, words. this one does look more interesting. Yeah. It's got like a fantastical look to it that looks kind of a
0: mystical look if you will. A mystical look. Yeah. Uh George, the story of George, uh I can't say that Mesunis. and yeah. Fluxus. What's this about? So Fluxus
1: was an avant-garde art movement mm. in the 70s, 60s, 70s New York that I think, you know, Warhol was associated with yep. some other people, uh Jonas Mekas, people like that. And he was, I guess, advocated for art to be Anything really. It mm. could be spaces or like bananas. Everywhere. Yeah, stuff like that. So, uh, this is a documentary on him. I'm not too familiar with it, but there's a lot of interviews with people from around that time that kind of explain it. It looks like a really fascinating concept and everything. Sounds, great. It sounds
0: like an interesting artist. Anything can be art. Yeah. Sure, okay. Yeah, it's one of those kind of movies. <laughs> I'm, I'm all for that. Though. Yeah, I mean, my kind I'm of art is that. the next movie on this list Hard Night Falling, starring Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought I have might have say that. No idea what this movie's about. <laughs> Me neither. It's nice it's, to see Dolph Lundgren in an action Dolph movie. Gr- <laughs> Uh, I think the you don't like Dolph Lundgren no I, I like him okay. he, I was just gonna say he makes like
1: three movies a year now so does he uh, yeah he's got a lot coming. a lot up of like days. really shitty sci-fi fighting things. like robots yeah, he had yeah. a
0: period in the like mid 2000s where he had like a bunch of fun ones in a row where he like directed yeah. them yeah, yeah command performance oh so I much love fun. command performance so good I heard
1: die at a rock yeah, concert yeah he's like the, he drummer. the drummer
0: <laughs> and he's also some kind of
1: mercenary watch the hair
0: dude After know, and it's super violent he like stabs a guy with his drumstick yeah the eye. Yeah, I
1: really like that movie. Yeah,
0: command performance. If you want some Dolph Lundgren <laughs> uh, fun action, film. yeah, yeah. Uh, check that one out. Um, we also have the Harvesters, which is a South African movie. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Uh, Every time I see a South African yeah. movie, I'm like, ooh, uh, directed by a white guy. I know. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, it's it's from Altered Innocence, which is a great little indie company that mm-hmm. puts out a lot of cool LGBT films. Um, but I haven't seen this one. Yeah, I don't know. I know it played a bunch of festivals. It was a hit up yeah. the festival. Service, the Harvester so.
0: sounds like a DTV horror film. Yeah, I know, right? That's
1: the thing. It kind of sounds like that. <laughs>
0: um, Hustlers. Uh, did you see that one? I liked Hustlers. I liked Hustlers a lot. It was yeah. a lot of
1: fun. Um, I don't think it probes the issues that mm-hmm. it brings up as well as it could, but I thought it was just a great time. Yeah, great time. time. j is So, so good. good so good. She doesn't get an Oscar nomination for this movie. How I don't know she, what's wrong.
0: I mean, with who that? else is going to get Oscar nominated?
1: Yeah. But the thing is, they're making... I think for Golden Globe, she got a supporting actress nomination. She's so the star so, of that she's movie. She's the star. I know Constance Wu is kind of like...
0: The technically the, the star. ...the person that
1: you're kind of... Yeah. ...your POV, but J-Lo owns this there's
0: movie. no rules around like what supporting or main actor is right just a decision you just, just vote for that the person studio yeah. wants to
1: submit them mm-hmm. as so. maybe they just I think she has
0: think a better she, chance yeah, as a supporting actor That's all it is I, mm, I don't know who else would be nominated you oh, never know no, is Mark never, Rylance gonna jump in yeah, there I, and steal it from her You never know. <laughs> <laughs> damn Mark Rylance <laughs> I will always hold the grudge wait who beat oh and Eddie Redmayne and Eddie Redmayne and Michael yeah, Keaton and course, Sylvester Stallone how dare you did you ever hear the story that Jackie Chan went to Sylvester Stallone's house and he's like whoa I want an uh, uh, an Oscar like Salone has for acting, yeah. and it's like Stallone has never Stallone's won an Oscar no, for acting. That never
1: happened. Yeah, it <laughs> definitely did not happen.
0: So I'm like, huh? Did he yeah. just get like a novelty Oscar that he put on a shelf Did or... He win for uh, he wrote for screenwriting. Screenwriter, right? yeah, he yeah. did for Rocky.
1: So he had an actor one there. I don't. That's or what. Or did Jackie Chan just get it confused? Maybe he got it confused. I think he got it.
0: Confused. I mean, uh, what's funny about Jackie and Sammo Hung in interviews? They always say they don't want to make kung fu movies anymore. Mm-hmm. They want to run down the beach like Robert De Niro. <laughs> and it's like. What movie are they talking Awakenings, maybe? Does Robert De Niro run down you a beach and. Is it Stallone? No, you know, um, Robert De Niro. Okay. Because they Sorry, want to I be like. they were
1: mixing it up and talking about No, Stallone no, no. Like... But I'm
0: like, they yeah. say Robert De Niro every time. I'm like, what movie is Robert De Niro? Maybe you cracked the case. Maybe they are thinking it's <laughs> Stallone. Is it Stallone? Yeah. Did they get it mixed up? <laughs> with Rocky III? <laughs> <laughs> Which
1: is so funny if they did. I hope that's what happened. Oh,
0: man. That Rocky III <laughs> yeah, scene, scene, scene with him and Robert Carl Niro, Weathers are like yeah. splashing water on each other. So good. Oh, man. We should remind people. Do you have it on your shelf? Rocky IV, um, a great yeah, Christmas. I think
1: it's sold, though. I think we got more coming in. I yeah, love uh, yeah. Speaking
0: of Dolph Lundgren, exactly. that is a great there Christmas movie. Fight
1: takes place on Christmas. People like Gee, to make fun
0: of the true. fact that there's a lot of montages. Uh, that would be a problem if the montages didn't were rock. Amazing. And had amazing music by, I think, Vince Sherman. Is, is it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He wrote, I think the only scores he composed were, like, Rocky IV and Transformers, yeah, the movie. Yeah. And I mean, I put that Rocky IV music on, those montage songs, mm, so yeah, good. I'm going to listen to it when I walk out of this recording. <laughs> Just bring it up on Spotify yeah. and rock out seems like, seems living like in America yeah. uh, so we also have It Chapter 2 a movie you don't like I, I mean real, nobody likes that except for me yeah, who loves like it I think really we talked about it when something yeah, else came briefly out we definitely
1: talked about it I just don't like either of these It movies Yeah, frankly. a lot of people hate them yeah. I love
0: them I they're know. everything I want it's such a long climax and Stephen King is terrible at climax of describing and that's, action. that's fair but yeah. I think
1: what, what I liked a lot about the book was that it was this? He did get this sense of this all-encompassing evil. Like, yeah, it wasn't necessarily just a supernatural force. It was like just the it's evil infection. Yeah, that yeah. humanity does. And mm-hmm. I never got that.
0: You didn't get that movies. from the opening scene where Xavier dela is brutally murdered. Honestly, that's the best part of people about hate that part because like it's so because it's so yeah, it's so real. Yeah, putting. yeah. But that's the only part mm-hmm. of either of these movies that I actually thought was any good. I. I'm very curious to listen to the commentary for this film because the awareness that the director had to have that he's making like a two-hour, almost three-hour movie yeah. like that's too it's much. So long. But I love it. I don't. It's just like set piece. But after you're set about piece. the
1: climax going on forever. The climax oh, so of this movie long. goes on forever, and it's like this they turn into this Goonies-esque thing that could have gone longer. I don't care about. Love it. Yeah, uh, it just, it's I'm, just I'm Evil Dead 2. Yeah. That's
0: all it was. It's yeah, Evil Dead 2 yeah. and people just hate it. I don't know. And I don't understand. I'm like, don't you like Evil Dead 2? But Evil Dead
1: 2 is not one of my favorite. Like, I don't oh, Your favorite like books? Evil Dead 2, I don't even like as much as Evil Dead or Army of Darkness. I know that's like a controversial opinion, but No, I'll just give I that know. the silence I know. that it deserves. I know, I know. Yeah, I've really <laughs> deeply offended you at this point. <laughs> but no, I I know, you know, people
0: What about the Peter Bogdanovich cameo? <laughs>
1: Jesus, I
0: it just That is so funny. I when I'm in the funny. theater, I was like, what the yeah, heck is funny. going on? I'll, I'll
1: say that. It was funny. I don't know. I thought I was going to like it more Why? than the first one, at least. Hmm. The, I just thought the kids were annoying.
0: Okay, you were never going to like these that, movies. And, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's I don't no know. Way. I just
1: never found anybody was even a character. I, I also think the book did a good job bringing the traumas that these people mm-hmm. have in their real lives to yeah. this story. And it didn't do that for me at all. Like, the stuff with, like, Beverly's abusive relationship yeah. was given, like, such short shrift. Like, but so I mean, much it, of it... I mean, I know you're making a movie. Maybe you have to do it, like, as a miniseries or something. Yeah, if
0: only know. someone would direct it as a miniseries. I, know, I don't know. <laughs> then I wouldn't watch it, because I don't watch TV. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> yeah. You can't win. can't win. I mean, didn't you watch the original Tim Curry? Ah, uh, who directed it? it? It's the guy um, who did Vampires yeah. Lost Mortals. <laughs> What's his
1: name? He directed Tommy Lee Wallace.
0: Tommy Lee yeah. Wallace Halloween 3, Season I don't, of the Witch. Yeah,
1: that's the thing. I don't really like the Tim Curry it either. I love Tim no, Curry, yeah, yeah. but... I think it's kind of boring. Like,
0: you know what I learned uh, recently? I Tim Curry is supposed to do the voice of the Joker. Um, On oh, the really? Batman the animated, and he recorded six episodes Interesting. before they replaced him with Mark Hamill. Oh, okay. Yeah, weird. <laughs> that is Tim weird, Curry. isn't it? Yeah. Uh, all right, Anyways, so Killer yeah. Man. Uh, let's just blaze past this Steve. Liam Hemsworth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know.
1: I know this played some genre fest. Apparently, yeah. it's kind of cool in that weird drive sort of way.
0: Linda Ronstadt, the sound of my voice being put out by Kino. People love this documentary. Yep. love I mean, who doesn't love
1: Linda Ronstadt? So? Me. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> you don't like Linda no, Ronstadt?
0: I have no. Opi- I don't even know who she is. I genuinely don't. Really? No. I'm a
1: famous musician.
0: Sure that if you play some song, I'm like, oh, yeah. of course, listen. Yeah, my I mean, music I'm not an aficionado. Stop at Frank so. Zappa. That's it. <laughs> it's Frank Zappa. That's yeah. all my dad would play. Uh, the loudest voice. Uh, That's uh, the TV series, Roger yeah. Ailes. Um, you got, Russell right? Crowe? Crow.
1: People say he's really good. <laughs> yeah, apparently he's great. Is it? Do I need to watch Russell Crowe play Roger Ailes?
0: <laughs> In a fat suit? Or is I don't it? Oh, yeah.
1: It's <laughs> a mini series. Yeah. Know. He'll probably get some lucky day. Movie. I saw this film. <laughs> so Roger, Avery. Roger Avery's returned to the director's chair after Jesus been like. 16, 17 years now. Yeah. Since Rules of Attraction. Yeah.
0: Oh, man. Rules of Attraction. I, I loved really it when love, I was a kid. Yeah. I, have I have not, to, watch I have your, not watched it listen, recently. Listen, I'm going to throw it on with the carrot top commentary yeah. and give it a spin. Anyways,
1: Lucky Day is the kind of movie that really shows you that Roger Avery has not progressed past the 90s, though. Um, this is like one of those post Terry ripoffs. I was that a you would huge Roger Avery to,
0: fan. Me, too. I remember I listened to the commentary on I, Killing I Zoe, yeah. and he's like, you know, I don't think I'm a very good writer, but I'm a great yeah, director. He actually says that on the commentary. (laughs) Well,
1: Lucky Day confirms that he is not a great director (laughs) or a great writer for that matter. What about Crispin Glover in this movie? uh, Okay, but um, I mean, I love Crispin Glover, but it just, there's no, he speaks in this weird French accent. But don't they make a joke that he's not even French? Yeah, which I think is just because Crispin Glover wanted to be like this. Um, it's one of those like borderline offensive movies because it's trying to like push your buttons. But it's just, oh, but it's just no. not funny though. Yeah. Like, none of it actually works. He doesn't tweak anything. So it's The characters are annoying. Not like, quite a just... Formula
0: 51, if you will. Yeah, you know. <laughs>
1: it's Honestly, it could have been worse. Like it's not the worst movie I've ever seen. What but... praise?
0: Put it on the box. It's not the worst movie yeah, I've ever seen. I can't say It's not very good. <laughs> uh, we also have Mary Curie, Courage of Knowledge. I uh, was very confusing. Isn't yeah. it like dueling Mary Curie? Are movie's coming yeah, out I don't know oh, this is a French not.
1: film yeah. on her I mean you know very important woman mm-hmm. she gets the big screen treatment mm mm-hmm. I hear it's good. Yep. Uh, yeah. Sounds good.
0: Yes. Yeah, All right. We have Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. All right. Moving on. We yeah. have Poppy Chulo, <laughs> Yeah, I want to talk about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because yeah. I saw Mark Hansen foaming out at the oh, mouse yeah. in rage yeah, on, on into it, social media.
1: I, I loathe this movie. Bro. Really? Did, but you hate loathe Quentin Tarantino, don't you? I haven't been at his biggest fan for the last few movies. You
0: defended. You said, this makes uh, The Haunting of Sharon Tate look good. Oh, yeah. And I was like, This sounds like an insane person. <laughs> have you seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Oh, yeah. Of course. love it. I love it love it? You love it, uh, yeah. And you know what? Uh, I read your comments. Because you, one of your big issues is the, um, I guess... Yeah, I posted a review. The review,
1: I really, uh, a writer for who used to write for Gawker, writes for Jezebel, yeah. Mates, their film critic, Rich Jezwiak, for me did the best review that sums up why exactly I didn't like it, it, it better than I ever could. So I would direct anybody to that to really get what I think of it. But, what,
0: what is the word I'm looking for? As you were talking, it's like not the... Um, uh, like making Sharon Tate just an object and unimportant that's your yeah. big issue with it, right? Uh, one of many Actually, okay.
1: That's I have many many
0: issues. With yes. It. I do think that it brings nothing <laughs> and it brings
1: no uh, insight it brings to nothing to the Manson family yeah. situation which is I mean yeah he, that's his shtick he rewrites history mm-hmm. in it in inglorious Bastards yeah. I don't understand what the point of it I don't know why he even decided to make a Manson family movie because he listened he to literally... You Must
0: Remember This which had a exactly. 10 episode um, but, Manson
1: family series but there is so much you can go into with the Manson family and the yeah, fact but that's that that's not spent... the movie
0: that he wants to make
1: okay but the movie he wants to make then is two and a half hours of driving around and just hanging yeah. out with two guys who I literally do not care about
0: yeah all. that's all it is the and, um what, what am i and, looking uh, for? Also, the glorification think, of this and I think
1: okay, my spoiler alert here. Yes. So turn it off. But I think the fact that it always <laughs> it almost comes off like at the end, hey, if Brad and Leo were there, then the Manson family murders never would have happened, is just like the <laughs> stupidest thing ever. What? And I feel like his his whole like and I do think the women, the two Manson <clears throat> girls get brutalized a yes. lot more than Terribly. even the guy and even people have in other movies and it's like I mean, the review I posted was that he doubles down on shittiness towards women. And yeah. I,
0: and there's like an interview that you posted where he like reacts like a scared boy yeah, when he's confronted with that fact. Yeah, festival
1: uh, interview was really off-putting. Mm-hmm. And I just think, yeah, he doubles down. He doesn't like criticism and he doubles down on it. Yeah. On the things that people call him out for, which is fine. I mean, he's an artist. He can do what he wants. But the fact that he plays this big moment where Leo sets this one of these Manson girls mm. on fire with a flamethrower it's yeah. supposed to be this big, heroic, funny moment, honestly, is, like, really offensive and stupid to me. So,
0: mm-hmm. well, you know I what? I just didn't really... I, I could see your perspective. I just
1: hated it. Uh, but <laughs> but and, Justin loves uh, no, it. Fine. And everybody
0: loves it. And I, and I get it. <laughs> yeah, but fine. you're the only clear-eyed man in the room. Re- you know mean, what? I, I have the know. same I thoughts when either, I was but. sitting in the theater. I'm like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this, mm-hmm. that these women are being treated as literally... It's almost taken yeah, to the point, though, objects. that it's like... It, it's so absurd, if you know what I, I guess mean, so, yeah. that it's to the point that like, like the way that Brad Pitt like brutalizes one of the women yeah. to the point that like it's not even funny anymore because it's so far. But don't you think it's played for almost like it, Cheers? At least with the fire, the flamethrower yeah, thing. Yeah, kind of. I didn't see it in a
1: the theater, so yeah. I don't know how people reacted to it mm-hmm. there. But I don't know. I got the sense like he was playing it for Cheers. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah.
0: But maybe it's Cheers, and it's like uh, I don't know. Yeah. Like you said, Quentin Tarantino. I, I don't want to give him the benefit like, of the doubt, because yeah. it's not true. <laughs> what
1: does he have to bring to film anymore? I just don't Fun know. stuff.
0: Uh, I mean, this, just this
1: just wasn't fun for me.
0: Fetishization either, yeah. of this era that he grew up in Fair and that he just enough. wants to th- capture th- on yeah. screen again. And I
1: think the Western thing, like,
0: uh, I'm just like, love he, that Western what, stuff. how many
1: Western pastiches does he have to do? Three
0: movies in a row now? It doesn't like, matter. Western... I love Westerns. Yeah. He wants to be known as a Western director. Yeah. Well, then love make West, Westerns. Make
1: Westerns then. Make Westerns. Yeah. You know? like,
0: I mean, the film has uh, Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio talking about William um, Whitney, one of my favorite yeah. Western directors. Yeah. So. yeah. I mean,
1: there's a lot of. You're going to get a lot You know what? I agree with every single that no. you said <laughs>
0: you, I don't know yeah you sap eating up those references <laughs> no, that's, that's all fun. he needs and to some do some
1: of them were just annoying like the Kurt Russell narration where he's like explaining like yeah, spaghetti yeah. westerns or whatever it's just like okay we get it <laughs> we get it you're teaching us about spaghetti you went, westerns you, that,
0: right? that Kurt Tarantino chip uh, on your shoulder I the fact that you but didn't you know even what? see it in theaters he's, yeah you know you're like, his
1: first three movies though were touchstones for me mm-hmm. I, for a lot of us growing up as kids into film like yeah, Pulp Fiction a, was a game changer for me eh. when I was like 14 years yeah. old and getting into film so I can't uh, like deny the effect he's had on me mm-hmm. as, a, as a film fan <laughs> as a young <laughs>
0: aspiring filmmaker so but. what Mark is trying to say is rent the haunting of Sharon Tate if you want the respect yeah, exactly, take on the exactly, murders, right <laughs> all right so uh, moving on go. <laughs> uh, we got to blow through these uh Papi Chulo uh, a lonely TV weatherman strikes up an unusual friendship with a middle-aged Latino migrant worker. Yeah,
1: this was a big festival hit. Matt Bomer is in
0: it. <laughs> Everybody in, uh, loves Matt, Matt Bomer. Everybody loves Matt Bomer.
1: Um, <laughs> but yeah, people really like this from a guy who made Handsome Devil, which was a big uh, LGBT <laughs> film. Yeah.
0: Uh, so. uh, I told you said the LGBT film, yeah. I was going to be like, it's my life story. Uh, yeah. All right. So moving on, <laughs> we have The Purge season one. I love Purge two and three. Okay. I've only ever seen the first Purge. What? Purge two and I three know. are the yeah. best because they're okay. like Frank okay. Grillo's going around being yeah, the Punisher killer. Yeah. I want to go. I thought
1: the first Purge. It's okay. So.
0: Yeah.
1: We're almost done. Yeah. Do you ever seen to say about Rojo? Uh I've seen this movie. Okay, yeah, so we can so I'll talk about that. The other two <laughs> Three yeah, I haven't seen She's Just a Show. Okay.
0: So maybe we'll skip that one. Okay. And then we have Rojo, which was directed um. And then we have Rojo, uh, which is distributed by Icarus yeah. what's Rojo.
1: I uh, really like this film. Played a TIFF a couple years ago. It's an Argentinian film uh, directed by a guy named Benjamin Neistat. Mm. I'm definitely mangling that. Um, but he's done a few films, but this is kind of his big breakout. It reminds me a lot of the films of Pablo Lorraine. Um, be, uh, it also has Alfredo Castro, who's an actor in those.
0: <laughs> You're films. saying a whole bunch of names, and I'm I know, staring blankly fine. at um, Mark. <laughs> it's
1: basically about like pre-coup Argentina yeah. in the '70s, and a guy who is like a well-to-do lawyer who basically you know has an incident with a guy a violent incident mm-hmm. and then is trying to sort of cover it up and but he doesn't even really need to cover it up because the corrupt you know yeah the morality it of does time hmm. is so like <laughs> corrupt and broken doesn't it's have to cover really, up sounds
0: like the wrong guy yeah, Dave Holy yeah, there you go right
1: <laughs> uh it's really great though i, hmm. I really you're gonna have to it. check it out yeah it's kind of like sort of funny at times mm-hmm. but kind of this weird sense of humor if you like the films of pablo lorraine who's a big chilean director who did like no and tony manero oh
0: yeah he doesn't Jackie, problematic he um,
1: politics? Does he? I oh, thought I he did. Know. It was something, uh, maybe not. I don't know. If you watch his films, though, yeah, I mean, you no. would think that. Yeah, no. Great movie. It's fantastic. But, um, so, yeah, I would recommend this.
0: And then Twin Peaks from Z to A, a Collection. It's that big box. That big that box. Holds out and you get the little cards. You and, know what? Like, the I, I should actually buy this because I don't own any Twin no? Peaks okay. beyond the first box set that was released that has a commentaries on it, right. which has never been reproduced. I don't even think it's on this box set okay, where every yeah. director does a commentary yeah, on the uh, Episode that this. they did. But yeah, I already have all these sets. So you're not, so getting not getting this. But if you
1: don't own any of it, this is a beautiful little set. Come pick it up set. Yeah. at
0: Bay Street Video. All right, yeah. got to lock up, yeah. uh, I mean open up open so up, yeah. the store people can come in. So <laughs> oh, yeah. Until next week, I'm Justin
1: And I'm Mark Hansen. Keep buying. These Keep renting. Yeah, we available did it. At your local video store. <laughs>